Welcome to the Self-Evident <laughs> Podcast. I'll do it all again. Welcome to the Self-Evident Podcast, Saturday night, 7 p.m. I got my buddy Massey here. You hey. saw him. Now you hear him. And you can see my hand. Nice. Anyways, welcome, guys. We're going to be discussing a lot tonight. We're actually going to be covering something a little bit different and, and something unique that, that Massey had put in my ear. And we're going to walk down a, a specific path tonight. Um, and, and give you a little bit of break from all the election stuff, all the Trump stuff, the Biden stuff, all of that. We're going to go a little bit bigger picture tonight. But this could be related to what could happen possibly to Absolutely. Biden America. This Absolutely. could actually be what could be if we don't take a stand. Um, and we're going to get into a lot of different things. Guys, comment below where you're from. We love knowing where you're from. We do love absolutely knowing uh, where you guys are listening from, what platform you're listening from, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, that kind of thing. We love that. YouTube, please let us know. We will get to all the comments as best we can. Uh, but again, thank you for tuning in. Please share this video. The more it gets up, the more we get noticed. And we need that because uh, we need money. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> go to 1776truth.store. You guys can buy all of our merchandise if you'd like to. You guys can get one of these cool hats, one of these cool shirts right over here that he's wearing. Or we got a plethora of new things out, and we're also coming out with some new designs uh, very soon. So take advantage of our uh, Christmas sale. We actually, I think yeah. it's 20% off right now on, on the merchandise. You guys can do that just in time for Christmas. So do that, or go to theselfevidenttruth.com. You guys can find out more information about what we do, who we are, why we do what we do. And guys, here's the deal. Live liberated. Live yeah. liberated. That's what this is about. We want you to be free. This isn't about... Uh, political parties. This is about freedom and liberty. And you, that's what we talk about here. You know, a lot of times we get uh, put into the, the Trump category and it's not that we're against Trump, but man, we're willing to call him out. But what we care about is liberty. We care about freedom. We care about Truth. everybody being able to do what they need to do in order to live. We don't want other people forcing you to do what they think you need to do. There's enough of that already. And so that's why our line is live liberated they're two separate things yet they're so intertwined and we want you guys to be able to live that way um also one other thing do not forget to get on parlor okay i know we did the platform speech already but p-a-r-l-e-r.com we're updating it every day we give news on there we let people know what's going on it's a growing blowing up platform so get on there now give it support give it funding if you need to get this thing going and going further because all we're watching is an increased shadow banning increased restrictive algorithms on all the other stuff especially youtube two days after the election major major uh youtube creators in the political realm noticed all their stuff just getting hammered they they were not getting the views they used to get they were not getting the subscribers that they used to get and it all just dropped suddenly so be aware of that that look at some point we're probably going to get shut down on the major platforms. We're going to say something. We're going to be big enough. We're going to, something's going to happen. And they're going to start squashing us. We need to fight back on those platforms, but we also need to grow on the other platforms to help balance it all out. So get on those new platforms. If you need a list of them, let us know. We'll let you know where we're at and what's going on. Look at that, those. man. Minnesota's in the house. Texas is in the house. There Florida's we go. in the house. I yeah. love it. I love it. I love it. Please comment where you're from. We'll get right into this thing. Absolutely. So news bits, news bits, news bits, news bits, news bits, news. You know, we used to do the dance and my wife hated the dance. She thought I looked like a dork. So <laughs> we're not going to do the dance, but we are going to, we are going to do news bits, news bits. We'll come up with a cool jingle on news bits. <laughs> okay. That's right. I have a sheet. I don't have laptop moving up in the world. Okay. News bits. So our first first story, our first story here is something that I thought was really interesting that you guys should take a look at. This may be happening in another country, but it's still happening. Um, what's going on in Canada? So the chief medical officer in Canada states, what may be mandatory is proof of vaccination. So basically the vaccination is mandatory. Yeah, I find it funny, Mike, that we have to take and forced to have a vaccination that supposedly works. By the way, why is it that most <laughs> vaccinations, ask your guys this, ask yourself this question. Vaccines have been around for what, 70 years with a maximum efficiency rate of what, maybe 60%, maybe? Most of the time. Most yeah. of the time. But this one we're supposed to believe has a 90% success rate and you have to force me because it's good for me. Yeah, and it was shoved through the process. They right. Said, no, 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 no. Seriously, think process. about that. Hold you have on. to force me to do something 
that I don't want to do, but you say it's good for me. Well, if it was good for me, you shouldn't have to force me to do it. Right. And, and once there's something a, off. Once again, I'll go back to you're asking somebody to take on risk themselves for other people. That's a heavy requirement to put on people, let alone the, the idea of a draft. I think a lot of people don't like the idea of a draft. Why should I be forced to die for my country if I don't choose to? Hey, great argument. Why should I be forced to be injected with a foreign substance for my country? Come on, somebody. So if, if you're against the draft, it's going to be very hard for you to be for the vaccines, right? So let me continue on this quote. What may be mandatory is proof of vaccination in order to have latitude and freedom to move around without wearing other types of personal protective equipment. Guys, this is just the beginning. Truth. That's where it starts. I know you're going to say slippery slope, slippery slope. I'm sorry, but I think conservatives have been pretty on the ball for the past 15, 20 years of saying slippery slope. Where is this going to go? Dude, I got to give enough. It goes. Yep. Real quick. Yeah, this is cool. I got to give a shout out. Someone's watching from Central Kentucky. That's the first time we ever had cool. somebody watch from Central Kentucky. Hey, okay, welcome. Delta the NTP, INTPO2. Thank you for watching, bro. I welcome. appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, I love Kentucky, man. No, Kentucky dude, I just, Tennessee, I think it's I cool, man. We areas. have someone from, what is it? Uh, Virginia right now watching. We have Texas watching. That's great, dude. Praise God. Keep, keep, Thank keep you sharing guys. this stuff, guys. Thank you very keep much. Keep sharing it. See, on our show, we name you. Well, but if we, we get big enough, out. we might not. And if you give us yeah. a big enough check to help keep going, we may name you by name. <laughs> <laughs> start, start doing Twitch streams. Guys, I'm totally playing about that. I'm just joking. Seriously. Um, so, Pay attention to this stuff. Keep an eye out, right? It's happening in Canada. Everybody's, well, that's elsewhere. That's elsewhere. That's no, elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, let's go to the next one. Right, let's go to go. slide two. Biden calls for a 100-day mask mandate. Now, now, go ahead and do it. recently, he came out and he was like, well, not not quite a mandate, but hey, we're, we're going to heavily suggest it. But you said mandate, dude. <laughs> we're hearing some fire outside there must be some fireworks, fireworks going anyways yes so he's saying 100 days you guys remember when every president goes through this they do that 100 first 100 days yeah so that's what biden's going to be known for being an air dictator yep so why we're talking about this is because this may be what could happen if we don't take a stand right now some of you i and i have friends who, who debate me on this but mass it's to keep everybody safe says who because there's so much, there's so much uh, information on either side. There's scientists that say it's good, scientists that say it's bad, right? But why are the ones that's, that are saying it's bad, why are they silenced? Yeah. How come you're not hearing them in the mainstream media? And why are they silenced, right? Why is it that you're not hearing about people getting sick because of masks or ventilators actually making things worse, right? Yeah. Why aren't we hearing about that stuff? Yeah, there, there seems to be this one-sided messaging. And, 100%. And what, what scares me about this is, Biden said, it's okay. It's, you know, just a hundred days to mask, not forever, 100 days. And I think we'll see a significant reduction. Okay. First off, dude, everywhere I go, I see a ton of people wearing masks. Every, same here. Everybody's wearing masks. Same here. Yet we continue to have these climbing numbers in these, these massive <laughs> cases. So yeah. when was the reduction supposed to happen? Because every single time they say, well, not enough people are wearing their masks, man. When I'm in home Depot, I'm the only one without a mask. Am I infecting thousands of people Bro, every day? I was the only one that walked into a store tonight without a mask, which is my choice, right? They didn't stop me. They don't, they can't in Martin County, yeah. which is fine. But you're exactly right. Listen, and that is the benevolence of the people. See, you don't need a mandate. Yeah. Just tell people, hey, man, look, just to be safe, put on a mask. You want to wear a mask? Praise God. Go ahead. Do it. If you don't, that's totally fine. We, get, we understand and we get it. Just please, if you can, ma yeah. maintain some distance. Do people will do it? People will do it. Yeah. And it's funny because I just posted this today. If you can't trust the people with liberty, what makes you think you could trust a politician with your liberty? Ooh. Don't let the few destroy your confidence in the many. Because that's dangerous, dude. That's called yeah. a that is a dictator. Especially when they don't follow their own rules. Hundred percent. Right. That that makes it even worse. Um, in the article that I was reading, I was reading a salon.com article because I, I like to try and grab a little bit from all all the major networks or, or try to get information from all sides. Um, and this is a quote that I pulled out of here. It's from Dr. George's Benjamin of the APHA. So we would, of course, like everyone that can wear a mask to do so. 
They said the way the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation models this is to point out that if we achieve 95% universal coverage, we would save 66,000 lives by April 1st, 2021 or 2121. So a hundred years from now, we'll save 66,000 lives if we have 95% universal coverage of masks. But even that, dude, they predicted 3 million people would die from this. Yeah. Do you remember that? They predicted that. It was the scientists, the same yeah. scientists telling you to wear a mask were the ones that predicted 3 million. Where do they get this stuff from? I don't. What and, are they averaging? And, and that's what gets me is we're looking at 100 years out and we're saying, well, it'll save 66,000 lives if 95% of people wear masks. For how long? That 100 years? I didn't years? even see that. I thought he was yeah. saying April 1st, 2021. No, 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 no. 66,000 lives in 20, what is that, 10 years? years? 100 years? I, I, and I looked back over and I was like, no, that can't be. Sure enough, that's what the article said was 2121, right? So <laughs> 100 years, we're worried about 66,000 lives. Oh my gosh, think about that. What are the numbers with that? 100 years, 60, what is that? 66,000 lives. 60, 660, <laughs> is that right? 660 yeah. lives every year we would save. You know, dude, I wish they would put this kind of effort in sex trafficking. Ooh. I wish we would put this kind of effort in saying that we have vaccines. Put that to cancer research. Yeah. How come we can figure this stuff out? And people are going to say, well, that's a disease. That's not a virus. Bull, if you put this much effort into it, you can fix this. Yeah. You can do this if it's true that we're actually doing the research yeah. and we're doing the homework. Because I find it hilarious that we can pass a vaccination through that fast and say it's that effective. But when you get a flu vaccine, you could die from it. And yeah. nobody, seriously, nobody's talking about the, the, uh, the uh, side effects of this. Right. This stuff here is, is, is exactly what we've been warning about for years, is that government will always do what thinks it's best for you, but they will never do it themselves. You want to know how I know if the vaccine was so good? Why is it that vaccine companies like Merck and Co and them? How come they don't get in trouble when someone yeah, dies from their they're, vaccine? They're not held liable if they're it. that good and these guys are believing their product. How come they can't get sued for medical malpractice? Yep. Why? Why is it that they're allowed to do these things? But a company. A hospital, for example, will get sued for, for uh, what do they call Negligence. it? Negligence. Negligence. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Why is it that I can offer a service, but I can get sued for it, and I can't just say, well, I mean, it is what it is. We got a, con a congressional you know, deal backing us up. Yeah. Why is it that the, 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 the Congress and things don't have the same health care that you do? How come their health care is elite? How come those people that are saying that the it doesn't you know where it's it stinks that they're but we'll help you with twelve hundred dollars stimuluses? How come they can say that making two hundred twenty five grand a year mm -hmm. and get richer doing it? How come the black people that are in Congress right now that do have money? How come they're the ones crying the most that there's poor people out there as they sit in their mansions? Come on, let's get real here. This is what's been happening for years. I'm going to read you Isaiah ten. Listen to this Isaiah ten one through two because we're throwing in scripture here because. I'm tired of just talking about constitutional stuff. Either it's backed by scripture or it's not, right? Here it is. Woe unto those who decree iniquitous decrees. Listen to this. Woe unto those who decree iniquitous or sinful decrees. Listen to this. And the writers who keep writing oppression to turn aside the needy from the justice and to rob the poor of the people from the right. Listen to that. That uh, widows may be their spoil and that they may take the fatherless as their prey. Hasn't that been happening? Haven't we taken the fatherless as our prey Absolutely. in schools? Hasn't Absolutely. that been happening? Because it sure is seeing it happen today. And it gets sickening. It gets sickening that we somehow believe that almighty government has the answers when your church, the God that you serve, has the answers. Because this is getting tiresome, right? No man has more authority over your life than you do. No man. Only God. And this is why the Constitution was written. Listen, here's the basics. Article 1, 2, and 3 are checks and balances against the government. Article 3 tells the Supreme Court only what they can do. It only tells the president what he has the authority to do. Article 1 only tells Congress what they have the authority to do. And nothing more, nothing less. It's the same thing with state governments, state constitutions. If the state legislatures aren't doing their job, that's the reason governors are getting away with this. That's the reason uh, county counties are getting away with this in city yeah. legislatures. Because the state legislators aren't doing their job. They're not. They're not upholding law. And that's the problem. And that's the way it's been for a long time. So we have to do our job by calling them consistently not just complaining about it, we have to be on the phone harping on these guys. Listen, legislators, whether it's Texas, California, Florida, whatever, we have to be the ones to do that.
Yeah. We have to be the ones that are taking the action here. And now is the time for us to really start doing that, right? Now is the time for us to be moving forward. I So this is a little bit of a personal anecdote, but when I'm talking to people about the, the um, difference between those who are continuing to fight the election fraud stuff and those who are just kind of resigned, that really frustrates me. And what I'm watching, especially, you know, in, in the news, uh, I love the National Review. I used to love National Review. <laughs> and I Dang think, it. I, I've become very frustrated because you know what's going on with them is they're attacking Trump for going after this fraud stuff. And what they're saying is it's baseless. There's no evidence, blah, blah, blah. Now, I know we said we weren't going to talk about election fraud, but what I want to say is what happens is they've they national review has suddenly just turned back to criticizing everything that biden does it's like you guys just wanted him in office so you can totally. complain about what he's doing totally that's totally. all you care totally. about and and this is what frustrates me is i've seen so many people who have just resigned and said well it's it is over. what it is and what makes me really mad it's about prophecy yeah it was, was supposed <laughs> to happen in the bible didn't, well, didn't the bible say that you know corruption would happen and persecution yep, might yep Yep. What do we do with that? Nothing. And sit down, wait for Christ to come. And you know what? You can say that I'm mocking, but I am kind of. <laughs> I am. Because it's easy to sit down and do nothing. Dude, I'm really, I'm serious. This is about our kids. This isn't about us. Well, and that's what drives me nuts is every, I, I hear a lot of people saying, well, it's going to be four years of Biden. It's not going to be just four years of Biden. No, you, you don't understand that if this election is stolen and nothing gets done about it, you will never have another conservative in office ever. And if you tell me, well, we'll sweep the midterms. No, we won't. Because guess what? They just learned they can steal the election now. So why can't they steal the midterms? Dude, unless at some point at some point. Sorry. No, 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 you're good. At some point, we are going to lose this. You have to understand we are going to lose this. It is not just four more years of Biden, it is the last chance for you to protect a free and fair election in our republic. And if you don't do that, if you just say, well, four years of Biden and then he'll do horrible, so we'll get back in office, it's not going to happen. And we're going to cover a lot of these situations that show it's not going to happen. It's going to be Biden and progressives all the way through. Unless we do something. Now, you could say we could sweep the midterms in the states. But what have we had? How many years of a conservative Congress? Do nothing. I, I mean, we're not trying to be mean about that. It's just yeah. the fruit. Yeah. Obama got away with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff, dude. We didn't do anything. We, we didn't. Lay down. Two and weeks. Every oh, single time a Democrat gets in office, they get what they want. Yeah. Some way, shape, or form, maybe a, a cheaper version of it, but they always get it. And the, the closest thing we had to actually coming out on top was with Trump. Because I mean, somebody yes. finally had the cojones to stand up. He did. And not just lay down for the whole thing. And he and, was the one saying, I want to give the power back to the people. Now, it's going to take time. That's not something you can do overnight. Nobody's blaming him. That's why it's so ridiculous to blame a Trump for a pandemic. Yeah. What was he supposed to do? Was he supposed to go, man... I'm sorry. Let's go bonkers right now. Let's, oh my gosh, we should alert the masses and freak everybody out. Or was he supposed to remain calm? I wouldn't even have wanted that for Obama. No. I, I mean, to, to put a pandemic and all of its ilk on one person, seriously, you know what that proves? We want him to be a king. Yep. We want the president to be a king. It's all on him. Yep. That's exactly what it proves. And, and let me give you a little taste of where we're going to get tonight. A pandemic helps produce that desire for a king oh come on how we're gonna see someone this. has to fix we're it we're gonna see this someone has to fix it oh what are we gonna do so are you guys ready to get into this master let's you come ready on. let's do this okay so <laughs> this section we're gonna call pandemics crisis and authoritarians so we're actually gonna start in a little bit different spot let's go ahead and throw up slide three. Ooh. Ooh, starting somewhere else than the main point. It's like a story. <laughs> so this Yay. guy, this guy is Yuri Bezmenov. Okay. He was a Soviet Union defector. He was actually a, a, what you would consider, I guess, a special agent for the Soviet Union, for the KGB. He was a high level agent working in India. And his job was turning India into a communist state and get them under the Warsaw Pact. 
So he ended up falling in love with India and he loved the people, he loved the culture, and he saw what the Soviet Union was trying to do with Marxism and communism and trying to twist True. everything and knocking off people who weren't helping and manipulating people and trying to shift the whole system into a communist regime. And he fell in love with India, he became disillusioned, and he defected. After he defected, he ended up starting giving lectures on what the game plan was for the Soviets, what the communist game plan was. Now, you may say communism, communism, you're talking about communism again for a reason. And we're going to go through why and how this actually relates to the idea of a pandemic, which you might say. So you're saying that the communists started the, the pandemic. OK, A, the communist Chinese did start the pandemic. <laughs> And to think a communist doesn't listen, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this to think that a communist doesn't do anything uh, perchance or because they planned it. You're lying to yourself. (laughs) Communists know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's just truth, dude. That's history. But they also know how to take advantage of opportunity. And we're going to point that out. So Bezmanov, he was giving these lectures on the threat to the Soviet Union. Okay. Khrushchev said himself, we will take America without firing a shot. We do not have to invade the U.S. We will destroy you from within. Khrushchev said that. Mind you, Khrushchev Khrushchev. was at the top of it when they had subversive agents in all kinds of countries, including the U.S. And that's something that we could really go into of like how prominent were Soviet agents in the U.S. They were all over the place. They were in the teachers' unions. They were in the colleges. They were in the government. They were in the the judicial trainings and the the benches, and they were everywhere. They were in Hollywood. The problem is we as conservatives don't realize they're actually active in trying to promote their message, and they're actually active in trying to turn people into communists. And the worst part is it's not an open thing. It's not me coming. to you and say jesus christ is the only way for them it's let me come in through the back door and trick you and get you going and destabilize you and then turn you into a communist before you even realize it and it gets worse because they don't just go after you they go after your kids they go after the next generation right no they do you have something no no i'm I'm just gonna give a couple shout outs this is great um there's uh listening from upstate new york right now uh, Luis Miranda says, hey, Mike, hey. Uh, that's pretty cool. They're watching all on YouTube. This is great, guys. Louis. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, again, keep sharing the video because obviously our views have been down uh, for a long while now. The last great podcast we had was was really good, but that was a yeah. while ago. And so yeah. it's, it's been crazy, it's, but it's, we'll keep doing it. We're going to keep plowing forward. Like I said, Parlor, Bit Shoot, Rumble, yeah. get on this stuff. We're on guys. there. Okay, so Bezmanov in 1984 was giving this interview. 1984. And he said the process to turn a country into a communist state takes four stages. Demoralization, destabilization, crisis, and normalization, i.e. a new normal. So your first stage took about one to two generations, 15 to 20 years through the schools, the colleges, and other areas of the culture that influenced the youth foreign values that were antithetical to the the domestic country's values, right? The patriotic values, those were taught. Antithetical, right? America's racist. America's evil. America's a colonialist empire. Notice all the education that's happening today is being taught about how bad America is. Totally. Totally. Right? Not only that, how bad family is, how about religion, how bad religion is, how bad any kind of American ideal yeah. Even to say, man, that's as, that's, that's as American as apple pie. Oh, you can't say that. Stereotyping. We don't want that. Or to call someone a he or a she is now bad. Mm-hmm. Right? Show, that's wrong. Show me one American value that is really upheld and, and endorsed and promoted <laughs> in the media, in our schools, in our colleges. What is? Nothing. 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 Actually, 
uh, uh, postmodernism, socialism, Marxism, communism, all that stuff is promoted. Uh, that government has all authority. As a matter of fact, if you guys read Proverbs 25, 26, it says it's like a muddled spring or a polluted fountain is a righteous man who gives way before the wicked. So we muddied the waters. We yeah, gave way. We gave way. We gave way. Now, look, I'm saying we because I'm a part of that. We got to do a lot to rectify. Now, guys, look, I understand repentance. I understand the call to repentance. I get it. I think we all need to do that. Yes. But repentance is not just merely praying. Repentance is doing. And we need to be active about saying, okay, if I've repented before God and said, I'm done with this, Lord, I'm sorry, then you need to go act on re repentance is a turn of mind. So I can't just say, hey, Lord, I'm done with porn. I'm sorry. I confess it and keep watching it. You got to return from that stuff. Yeah. I can't say, Lord, we repent for the sin of abortion and do nothing. Amen. Then what? Repentance is a change of heart. It's a change of mind. It's an action. You do afterwards, right? Let's go to the next point here, yeah. if I could take that. Yeah, go for Besmanoff it. explained that the demoralization is important because it robs the targeted population. Listen to this. It robs the targeted population of its ability to process valid information. Are we not there today? Totally. Do you know how you know that? Everybody produces sound bites. They don't think their process is through. They tell you what CNN said, Fox News said, and any other source they can, including conservatives. Mm -hmm. Charlie Kirk said, not bashing Charlie Kirk, I like the guy. But we always say, well, he said this. Well, I heard that. You don't even process anything anymore, right? Even something valid. Even to say that the family unit is so important and to say that that's wrong, mm -hmm. to say that a mother and a father's wrong, that is a valid, that is not something that is uh, subje uh, objective. That is subjective truth, right? That we're missing the father figure in the home. Even President Obama said that. And now we have a generation of kids who are coming out because of what we've allowed them to be taught that are saying, no, 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 we don't need to be like that. Two mommies can do it. Two daddies can do it. I'm sorry, folks. That's No, I'm not. I'm, I got to quit saying I'm sorry because yeah, I'm not too. sorry. Okay. This is what has been destroying for so long. The fact that we don't even consider, we'll consider science about a mask, but not science according to abortion. Pastor Todd was just telling me this. We were sitting down. He said, you want to know how th twisted things are? Is it true that a, 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 a fetal tissue from abortions are used in vaccines? I said, yeah, that's common knowledge, right? He said, how crazy is it that we're willing to kill the unborn to make sure our lives are preserved? Dude. Oh, how twisted oh, oh, oh. i started like tearing up like we're that far gone in some sense in the media not the people the media we're that far gone that we've allowed this to happen right mm -hmm. and so he's saying here we can't even process valid information even when demoralization targets are showered with authentic proof of contrary positions they simply to refuse to believe it i used to think it was age nah it's how they think yeah it's not age. They're taught to think that way. Question everything, right? I don't mind questioning government because they're not an authority. They're representatives. You hear me? Government's not authority. <laughs> Listen to me. My authority is in Christ. My pastor is my authority in the spiritual, in, in the natural. In the natural, I have men that I'm accountable to. There's authority in my mm -hmm. life. There's nothing wrong with that. And you have to find your authority. But government is not authority. Government is a representative of your authority. Come on, man. We That's what people. we need to say. Yeah. That's what's going to set you free. Amen. It's not them making decisions for you. It's you making decisions for you and your family. Mm -hmm. And men, it's time to start doing that. Thank you. Exactly. And uh, it, yeah. So the second stage, I can't even add to that. It was good. Second stage was destabilization, right? So demoralization happens first. Everybody's basically convinced that everything's upside down. They don't know which way is up. Then it's destabilized, okay? Besmanov described this as a rapid decline in the structure and the stability of the society, okay? The hamstringing of an economy, of liberties, of the military, of foreign relations, whatever could be done to help destabilize and speed up the decline of the society is done right so what's happening is okay you're demoralized you don't have solid foundation you don't believe in family values anymore you don't believe in in independence you don't believe in personal responsibility you don't believe in liberty you don't believe in the american values taking care of your neighbor yourself 
look to the government now, right? So you all of your values are washed away and then everything gets turned upside down. Everything gets destabilized. So then you have nothing to fall back on because you've already given up your values, right? The generation that grew up has no values to stand on and then everything's turned upside down. So where do they look? They have to look to somebody who's saying, I'll take care of it for you. Let me handle this for you. The third stage after the destabilization, okay, things get topsy-turvy, things start to get weird, a crisis. Right. The third stage, crisis, took advantage of a crisis opportunity to envelop the nation into a bitter belief that it was time for a complete teardown and overhaul of the society. Hear this. Hear this, folks. Listen, man, I'm just going to say this. Kristen's right here. I wish she was on right now. This would have been a good show for you to be on. We'll get you on here soon. But think about this. The liberals have been crying for so long that it's big money that's destroying America. Yet they allowed a government to shut down small business and only make sure big business yeah. makes the money. Amazon went up 100% in their profits over the last nine months. 100%. Walmart went up 80%. Yeah, AOC was the one who kicked Amazon out of Brooklyn so they could make sure five thousand jobs so there's a there's a meme going on right now and I, I i agree with this i agree with this why don't we shut down the big business and let the small businesses run through the pandemic yeah none yeah. of that that's essential to me you know the little guy the the the, the little mom pa little mm -hmm. grocery store right they can provide like yep. a walmart can right yeah i think it's i think it's crazy that we've allowed this to happen you want to know how you know people contradict each other when government gets involved mm-hmm Liberals are contradicting each other all the time. And I'm talking about the left, yeah. the radical, crazy the progressive left. left. Yes. They, they contradict themselves. Listen, you don't even have to debate them. They will legit hang themselves on their own words all the time if you just let them. Eventually, they have to answer for this great question. Who's the authority over your life? You tell them, they're like, I am. No, no, no. That's not what you want. You want Biden to fix your problems right you want trump to fix your problems mm -hmm. it's wrong on both sides go ahead and i'm sorry i <laughs> totally caught you mid-drink man i'm so sorry it's okay but let, no I'm no you, you can this. drink no you can drink, drink. listen all right, all right. listen the, the second stage i'm sorry the third stage is a crisis and it's a complete tear down and overhaul of society you know where this started kind of in the national conversation we need to get rid of the first amendment mm -hmm. because we can't call Hate people speech. by the yep exactly and all of a sudden you started hearing we need to tear down the electoral college. TSA needs to get instituted. We don't really need Article 4 we, anymore, private searches we, and seizures. We need but to tear down those, those statues. The monuments, monuments, right. Colleges aren't a safe space anymore. Do we really need people to work like that? You know, what's going on here? We oh, my gosh. We need to change names of things. We, exactly. We need to make sure, oh, the holidays. We got to change those, too, because they're not politically correct, right? We need to make sure races are favored. Listen to that. Races are favored now. You want to talk about discrimination? That's it. So now it's not the character of the man. It's the skin color, which was exactly antithetical to what we were trying to 100%, get dude. to 50, 60 years ago. So we've got the final stage. So we, the, the third stage crisis, this event, whatever happens, usually a big event. Sometimes it's engineered. Oh. Sometimes it's not. Can I say something to the yeah. last point? I, I just got to say this. The third point was um, destroying basically the, 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 the overhaul of, of a nation, destroy its foundations, right? If you notice how they want to do that, why is it that the left keeps getting progressive with their agendas? Mm -hmm. That's called socialism, folks. If you wanted a strong America, you would want the people to take care of it themselves. That is what America is built on, that the person can take care of himself. But now we have politicians who say, well, you know what? At, at four years ago, they were like, no, free college, that's insane. Oh, yeah, free college. I'm sorry, because one dude introduced it, and people were for it because they appealed to the baser instincts, lust and greed. They appealed to sin. And when you appeal to sin, you got a slave. Read Romans 6, dude. Don't you know that you to whom you yourself servants to obey? That servant to that person is whom you, you will obey, whether sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. Don't you know that who you submit yourself to, you're a slave to? Yep, absolutely. If you appeal to that sin, you got him. Yep. That's exactly what's been happening. That's how socialism works. That's how it's, it's, how it's always worked. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. So this, this event, it's the catalyzing moment that brings together the first two stages and presents the moment, right? As a progressive Marxist communist leadership um, is looking to order 
put in order the new system, which then stage four, the final stage is normalization. Okay, this is the rebuilding of the society in Marx's image. This is when the changeover is complete and the system is fully on track after having removed the major hurdles to it taking over the former society system, right? That crisis creates that opportunity for people to say, okay, we need something different. We need to change this up, okay? So, so you may not believe that Bezmenov is a real Soviet defector. You may say, oh, he's, he's full of it. He was lying. But he's not the only one who's talked about this stuff. There's been plenty of guys who've talked about it. Khrushchev's words himself said, we will take you down from the inside. What was he talking about? Right. And you compare, it's like, boy, man, this, this stuff does sound like it's been going on. And who do we think we are to be impervious? This is one thing that I want us to get through our heads. We got comfortable after that wall fell in Berlin. Totally. We decided communism was done. We're good. Okay, let's go on our capitalism merry way. We got soft. We did. We backed off. We we totally, said, okay, totally. we, we won Cold War. We won the Cold War. We're fine. Now we're having to catch up because guess what? They've been working and working and working. And we've just been sitting, sitting, sitting. And so we have to change our minds and realize that we are actually in an ideological war. It's not just, oh, they have an idea and I've got an idea. They are out to change everybody and suppress those who aren't willing to change. If you want to disagree with me, I want you to look at North, North Korea. I almost said North Dakota. <laughs> I want you to look at North Korea, who recently because of the pandemic, put on even stricter restrictions and lockdowns and executed somebody in a border town to help prove a point of, you better follow our restrictions. They've placed landmines on the borders in order to deter people. They've told military soldiers to shoot people from a half a mile away if they come near that border. That is tyranny. Totally. That is a dictatorship. And you say, well, that'll never happen here. And that is the exact attitude that will allow that to happen here. Come on, dude. Do you not understand that not everybody wants the best for you? Dude. There are people who want to use you for their own good. And there are plenty of them who are politicians. You don't believe us? Look at a socialist nation. Why is it the top folks are rich and the rest are poor? Why? How come they got to keep their checks through a pandemic and you couldn't? Thank you. Come on, dude. It's my tax money paying them, right? They didn't They didn't shut themselves they didn't, down and exactly stop their it. paychecks. But they did shut themselves down and went home and they took their little mini vacations and got they to go got to their, their, their little paychecks. salons and they got to go to their little family dinners or their big dinners with their donors, right? And they still got paid from their jobs. Why is it that you weren't? Do you know why? Because they're politicians, right? This is the danger, folks. I'm going to go off on a little tangent right now. Go for it. This is the danger of raising your kids strictly in politics to say, I'm going to make sure that they get raised up in the system so that they know how to be politics. I would rather have a farmer be the president of the United States than a, than a career politician any day of the week. Absolutely. I'd rather have a business owner who's busted his butt for 30 years, but I can trust his character to be the president or a congressman any day of the week. Do you know why? Because they're not in it for selfish gain. They won't pass laws that will destroy their business. But people who are career politicians who have never had a business before, they don't care because for them, they're lining their pockets. Do you see what is going on? The founders, none of them were career politicians. They didn't want to pass laws that would destroy their farms and their homes and their livelihood. Are you crazy? Why do you think they didn't pass those things? Why do you think they didn't even think like that? T taxes and income taxes to destroy farms. I mean, your property is your property. Yeah. But then we create career politicians who have never had to do that before, i.e. Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so easy to talk about socialism because you've never had to work legit a day in your life because it's easy to go to meetings and just dictate what you want to do, just being honest. Tell everybody else It's, it's exactly right. But when you do that and you create career politicians, you create the worst of society, right or left. Yep. Because they've never experienced life. Again, give me a guy who's 50, who's failed at three businesses, but then succeeded on his fourth and knows how to run something, I'd have him as president any day, any day of the week. Yeah, and and that's, if there's one thing that we want to get across is we have to start looking at our politicians in the scope of their character, 
and the values that they hold in terms of philosophy and principle, not just what they tell you, especially today, all they tell you is what they're going to give you. Isn't that sick and twisted that now the competition is how many promises how much can, more I, can I give you? How much more can I and give with your money? Yeah. Putting your kids <laughs> and their kids and their kids and their kids in more debt. They're promising. <laughs> listen to this. They're promising to rob from you in the future. Yeah. If you think about this logically, that is what they've begun and have done for so long, well over 100 years. They've been doing this now. The more I give you, the more you'll vote for me. They've been voting to rob you for years, and you don't even think about it. Yeah. Because I didn't either. I didn't even think about it until I started studying the law. Because we, we honestly, what we think is we think government has all the money, and so they can just give it to us. Now, if we think a little bit farther, we think government is taking other people's money and spreading it out. So I want my hand out for that. Which, do you notice the, the wickedness in that thought? Totally, dude. I'm going to determine that another person should be stolen from so that I can get more in my hand. Good you can't night. make a good argument for that. If you're arguing for free college, what you are actually arguing for is that somebody else's money needs to be taken from them and given to you because, hey, you deserve it. I can't stand the words I deserve. Dude, and here's another one. Let's go with this for a minute. Let's say you and I are in a dark alley. I punch you and I take your money. And I say, give me your money in your wallet now or I'll kill you. I'll take everything you got. And you say, fine, give me your wallet. And you're like, man, why are you robbing me, bro? I'm just walking on the street. Well, it's because that homeless guy over there needs it. Does that still, does that make it any more valid that you did that? No, that's thievery. You would still get thrown in jail, no matter how good the deed. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what government's been doing for hundreds of, I'm sorry, since the beginning of time. Yeah. Thinking they know best for you. And, and that's why you have to be vigilant against it. As, as the society decays, as everything falls apart, the culture's losing its grip. They will promise you more and more. Totally, dude. They, it, it happens in every civilization. They try to promise you more and more. They try to give you more and more. Then they start the, oppressing you. Yes. More. The more despotic we become as a nation. Mm -hmm. the, the, what I mean by despotic, the more sinful we become as a nation, the more it will take to ease our passions. The more lustful we yeah. become, the more we want, the more we want, and the more we want. And you know what want turns into? Legit want. Lack. And you can't fulfill that. Listen to me right now. You can never fulfill the void in your heart ever. My wife is just telling me this about marriage. She said, if you don't deal with crap now, you know what happens when you get married? It intensifies. Yeah. No amount of trips, gifts, sex, none of that stuff fills that void until you get rid of it and deal with it with the Lord. That's exactly why this nation, the only reason this nation's in chaos is because it was founded on God. And the more you depart from him, the more other people play God in your life, and then they fulfill your lusts. But you know what ends up happening? More lusts. The book of James talks about that. When lust has conceived, it brings forth sin. Sin, when it's finished, brings forth death. People end up dying because of our lusts. Let's get real, man. Mm -hmm. Let's get real. The more we try to fulfill our lusts, and we don't go to God and deny ourselves and make sure that we're the arbiters of our own property, the arbiters of God's morality, the worse it becomes. And that's why we're in this position. And I don't yes. think the founders saw that. I think any libertarian can agree with me. Anybody with that kind of mindset could say, man, they really left that constitution open-ended a lot, you know, because you see a lot of these things happening yeah. today, you know? And, and I think they left it open because they were, they had more faith that religion and morality will continue to carry through. Now, notice what Massey said. Massey talks about lust and sin ends up decaying, right? And I can actually go through the biological process of especially pornography. It eats away at your brain. Your prefrontal cortex, which is that's geared towards judgment and morality and decision-making, it actually eats away at the prefrontal cortex, Wow! right? So the more you do it, it's just like cocaine, dead spots start appearing in your brain. Your gray matter actually shrinks. Okay, so it's not just, hey, for a good time, right? The other part of it is the, the, it's insatiable. Now, when you are following the Lord and you're doing what the Lord is asking of you and you're doing righteous things and you're doing things that are good for you, not only does it fulfill, but you have more of a desire to do more, yet you're more satisfied the more you do it. True, man. Sin 
and and lust and drugs and wickedness, it leaves you empty. 100%. That's why you're desiring it because you're being left empty and you're needing more and you're needing more and you're needing more. But if you start following righteousness, it's a perpetual motion machine that moves you and spurs you to go farther, yet you feel more satisfied each time. You feel more content. You feel more full with the Lord. So there's a reason that our culture is the way it is and becoming more insatiable because sin and immorality is running rampant right now. Mm -hmm. People are looking all over the place. And guess what? Marxism, communism says, I have the answer. Legit, but dude. guess what? God is not the answer because there is no God. It's completely materialist. Well, at that point, <laughs> yeah. it's just following your desires. And Do whatever you want. Fulfill. Yeah. Go. Eat. Drink. Be merry. And you know why they don't want God? Because he does. he's not their genie. Legit. Yeah. God ain't real because he never yeah. answered my prayer. He's not a genie, man. He's a savior. He's a father. He's a man of war. He's a God of justice. He's a God mm -hmm. of mercy. He's got a loving kindness. He's all these things wrapped up in the one. And the one thing he's telling you to do is deny yourself. Yeah. And you still want to play God. That's what's been happening in government for years, and, man. And that's Romans 1, like I talked about on, on Tuesday. Put this down. We can do that's, a part two on this. Because this is good topic here. This is good stuff that we're talking about right now. Um, so next week, it looks like we're, we're going to do two parts. Next week, what we're actually going to connect on this whole thing is we're going to connect not only the four stages, right? But we're going to connect a study, a couple of studies that prove and show high correlation between a pandemic and disease-inducing pathogens and authoritarian belief. And I'll give you just a little hint, a little, little taste of that. What happens is people get fearful. People want somebody to take charge. People get protective yeah. of themselves. So not only do they want a more authoritarian yep. covering, they want to have authoritarian covering over the other people that they think are True. endangering them. Hundred percent. And we'll get into that. We'll show the study. We'll do the correlation. Yeah, it's basically right? a part two of what Biden's America can look like. Because again, and you know what? It's an America that has been existing for well over hundred years. An authoritative type government that somehow. Yep. Can I ask you guys a question? And guys, please answer. Uh, ask your questions. We want to answer as many as possible. We would love to do that. But here, why is it? Government creates these problems and someone has the answer for them. Isn't it funny? Lockdowns. Why? And then shut down businesses and then hand money out. Bingo. Why? Why is it that we fund schools and we say, hey, we'll promise you this. But we always need more. Everything, everything. Nobody has been able to answer this on the left, on the radical left or any left. Name one thing that the left or government gets involved in at all. That has been prosperous and made them money. Name one thing and you won't find it. You won't because you're promoting lawlessness. You're promoting a lack of a lack of work. You're promoting basically a lack of the free market to make its own money, to make it function, to make it profitable. That's what you're doing. And you keep doing it and doing it and doing it. It gets worse and worse and worse. Listen, what happened to the last stimulus bill that they passed before this recent one? Mm -hmm. That wasn't enough money to fund schools mm -hmm. and to make sure. What what happened to the one before that? What happened to the budget before that? Huh? We're we're up to what? Our third stimulus bill? I think so. What happened to the last one? Didn't they say we need this money? Our schools are going to close. We they had to pass them anyways. Right. And they exactly. Why is it that in predominantly black communities those schools are failing? If yeah. the money's really going to these schools. I'm just asking because oh, oh let's if we really want to get into that, let's look at the growth of administration positions compared to actual no, teaching no. professor. I, I totally no, no, get no, no. it. But, but if the money was really like you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying is is the money isn't going to the students, right? In colleges, in schools, in school systems, in healthcare, the money's not going to those people. Gosh, I like it's that going we're on this. to the administration, right? Especially in colleges. I, I'm gonna go on this tangent. Go for it. Go for it. You want free college. You want free college. Bad move. Bad move. You want to know why? Because college has already been subsidized for decades through guaranteed student loans. The only place in the world where an 18-year-old with no clue what they're going to do in their life gets a blank check. You could go to a bank 
with a full business plan, with references, with investors lined up, and they still will deny you. Yet some 18-year-old who's like, you know, I just want to major in uh, underwater basket weaving and beer pong. <laughs> okay, 100000 Here you go. Bro, seriously? And you know where that 100000 goes? Administration. If you look at the graphs, at the scales, at, at the numbers, your professors, your administration costs, right and guess what government's involved government government healthcare government. has not gotten better right no it's worse. gotten worse administration costs and and government is involved state and local legislation it's gotten worse why because government is involved did you remember what biden said basically there was and it was I have to find the article where it was but basically if they don't abide if the states don't abide by his mandate he was going to pull their funding bro that would cripple a state because they depend on that money so what are they going to do is that funny right isn't that funny that now you are dependent on federal dollars do you see your own dollars do you see how dangerous now this has become because the authority is no longer in you as a person and as a voter it's on them we need to reverse that and we can right when you have a nation like the children of israel in exodus 1 that trusted the lord and the Bible says in Exodus 1, 12, that the more that they were persecuted, the more they multiplied. The more that they were persecuted, the more they were multiplying. Do you hear that spiritually? The more that you're persecuted, the more you multiply. Why would he use examples in scripture that were so lost and destitute and destroy his enemies with that person? A Gideon who's hiding behind a wine press. Yeah. You're a mighty man of valor. Why would he use a Daniel and a Shadrach, Meshach? Why would he do that? People who had no way to save themselves, yet God came through. Why? Because he will get the glory. Why would he use a Paul? You think about this. He was a murderer. He persecuted God's people. And he used them and he transformed literally nations and planted churches everywhere. God face of the seriously earth. wrote two-thirds of a New Testament. We have a Bible written by men and women who were flawed, dude, flawed. It's all get out. They should have never won a war. Yeah. And God used them anyway. And what I love about them is that they said yes. That's what I love about Paul is like Paul was all in. He was tenacious, right? And, and he was tenacious before he met the Lord. But as soon as he met the Lord and he got his head straight, it took him a couple of days to really figure his whole thing out. And then he learned for years before he really went on the offensive, but he was all in. He was active, just like we were talking about before. He was completely active in going forward and doing what he needed to do. He said yes, right? He was one of those men who left everything behind and he went full charge ahead. You can too. I know that sounds like a cliche motivational speech, but you can too. All you have to do is say yes. I'm here, Lord. I'm going to start taking care of what I've been given today. That's the big thing. We're 100%. like, I want to change the world. Make your bed. I mean, dude, start start doing what you're supposed to do today. People will listen to you when you have the track record for them to listen to. They yes. won't listen to fluff. And so, again, this is why titles don't make a man. Courage does. Uh, testimony makes a man. You know why it's easy to follow leaders like a, like a Todd Mazingo? Because he's got the history to back it up nope. and i can he's submit to through that. it i can submit to the scars i can submit to the story i can submit to the life because i see it in action every day i can see why the church advances i can see why spiritually we're taking territory i can see why we're under warfare mm -hmm. i can see that and then you look at him going you know what dude i can follow that dude because i've seen what god has done in his life and so the same thing with you you want people to like listen to you Make sure that you have a testimony for them to be able to follow and watch. Yeah. I'm not boasting in the man. I'm boasting about God in the man. God is in the man. And, you know, it's cool because, like, when a man submits to God, there's nothing but favor in his life where God can be glorified in them. So it's not about a church or a man. It's legit about the Lord. At the end of the day, right, Jesus comes back tomorrow. We don't know, man. We don't know what's going on. We, yeah. we don't know the mind of God. I wish I did, right? But even then, I wouldn't need a savior if I did, right? We don't know what he's doing. But what if you're the one 
that is supposed to do this? What if you're the one that's supposed to be on the school board, the city councils, yeah. Congress? What if you're the one that's supposed to be going out there and calling all the congressmen? People ask us all the time, what do we do? Where that, are you called? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're called in a lot of different fields, I believe. Uh, Paul Garner's on right now. He's called to many different fields. Yeah. He's called to government. He's called to, 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 uh, to, to pastor and all these things. Same with me. I'm called to government, the marketplace. I'm called to pastor. I'm called to, to be a prophetic mm -hmm. voice in some sense with government. I totally agree with that, right? I'm just using every avenue that I can. Because of the kids, man. Like, I can't say it anymore. Dude, your kid is worth the fight. Mm -hmm. You want to know what's I'm real, here. folks? This isn't just a, a saying to me. His kid is worth the bloodshed. So are mine. It's worth it for me to die for them. It's worth it. And one of the things that I think about, uh, well, I'm going to do two things. And first, I would rather die young for what I believe in and know that I left testimony for my son than to live a ripe, long age of being comfortable and leave my son without the guidance, direction, testimony, yeah. and leadership that he needs hey, to Drew. live his own life. Andrew's on right now. Andrew Greg. Andrew! He's our dude. What's up? He's our guy. He's one of our biggest supporters. We love him. We love his family. Um, and and my other point, you know, you had said the, the whole, we don't know when the Lord's coming. That gets me, right? I think about, man, I, I'm one of those people that, that I lean towards, yeah, we're, we're probably close. We're probably in those, those quote unquote last days, even though it was the last days when in Paul's time. But so that'll catch me because I'll be having these dreams and these visions of things that I want to do. I, I'm not talking like, like spiritual dreams and visions that the Lord, but visions that the Lord had placed in my heart of things I want to do. And that'll catch me where it's like, well, what if the Lord comes in two years, then it was all for a waste. No, I am only responsible for the day I'm given and I'm going to keep going with what is on my heart Come on, as long as I can. If I get whacked by a bus tomorrow, at least I know I kept doing what I needed to do Thank as long you. as I could. And I want you guys Thank to remember you, that, right? Preach. I want you to remember that. That it, it doesn't matter if you die tomorrow, if you were faithful to what you were given for that day. Stop using the excuse that, well, the Lord is coming soon, so I'm just waiting. Or, well, we'll wait four more years of Biden and then who knows? Or, yeah, well, it's all going to yeah. fall apart anyways. Or, well, we're in Revelation, we're in the end times, and it's all going down anyways, so why polish the doorknobs on Titanic? If the Lord has told you to polish the doorknobs on the Titanic, you better get those things shiny. You better get your face reflecting in them. I know, stupid example, but guess what? No, dude. It's all going down anyway. But the Lord has put on, it dude. on you to do Preach. something. So do it because Preach. you don't know how many people are going to get saved because you were being faithful to what he gave you for Thank you. that day. Come on. Here's the flip side to that. People call that legalism. No, no, folks, that's called obedience. I don't want to lie because I obey God, not because it's a rule, because I love him, because of what he did for me. You know, when, you, when you're a Christian, you understand what he did. You know why? It's not even emotion to me. Sometimes I get so passionate, I, can't, I don't even know what to say sometimes because I just want to let it all out, and I don't know how to. But when you're given a second chance at life, you want to do everything you can to honor the one who gave you that second chance because I almost took my own life, and now I see a nation going after our kids Seriously? Going after our children and telling them to hate their parents and telling them that God created them wrong? There's something wrong with that, dude. And I can't stand for it. And men have died for less than that. And it's time to stand, folks. You can't sit back anymore. Your kids will know you that you fought, but the Lord will see your fight. And the Lord will meet you there. He will. He's done it for me many times. He's met me there. 
He's met me in the places where nobody could see me. He met me there and he comforted me. Well, I was talking to someone today. I had lunch with somebody and they were questioning how they should get involved. And you know how foolish it is sometimes? I would have to get right before God to pray. I told her, man, I got to get it right before I pray. How foolish is that? I got to go God, go to God to get right. You know why we started self-evident? Not because we were in the right position, but I knew God would change me if I obeyed. And he has, and he did, and he continues to change me. He continues to make me a better father, a better husband, a better preacher, a better friend. Maybe expand a little bit, take more of the kingdom, take more of the territory, build the kingdom of God, I should say. This isn't about you folks. You know why you pray and intercede? Because it's not about you. It ain't about a church. It's legit about the kingdom of God. Let him find you faithful in building that kingdom. Let him make you faithful over 10 cities. Let him make you faithful one day over those territories that you once were told to take care of, no matter how small or great, because there's nothing small in the kingdom of God. Why does the Bible say those that are less esteemed in the church, highly esteem them? Mm -hmm. Why? Because there's nothing less in the kingdom of God. And that's the encouragement we want to leave you with today. And, and that's right, Rain. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. And it, it, one last thing before we close out. If you're wondering, what do I do? How do I do? What, what goes on? Here's, here's what just got put on my heart. Your first step is to say, I will not blindly follow wicked men. Yep. And I want you to hear that spiritually. How often have you just allowed wicked men to lead you or to control things? Think about your school board and what they're teaching your kid or your teacher for your kid. Is it wickedness that is being put in your child's heart? You want to you wanna start acting? You want to start being active? Start with your own family. Are you blindly following yeah. the direction of wickedness? Or are you seeking righteousness and following righteousness? When you start following righteousness, yep. things are going to look a lot different. You're going to start seeing things a lot clearer in the world. And you're going to start seeing yourself as a little bit more separated from what's going on in the world. Guess what? We're at enmity with the world. God we has told to us as much. We, we have are to be. enemies of the world. If we're friends of the world, something is wrong. Yeah, yeah. So the separation that God creates, the wheat, the the the, the chaff and the wheat, the the you know wheat and tares and stuff. He's not talking about. He is talking about people, but he's saying the world. Yeah, we're separate from the world. We're not of this world. That's why we have a better standard. That's why we serve a bigger God. Listen, folks, I'm telling you, you serve the God of the John Knoxes, of the John Wesleys, of the Moody's, of the Spurgeons that changed the world, of the Martin Luther's. That's the God you serve with, the Abrahams, the Noah's. So if he can do it through them, he can do it through you. You think you're feeble in asking? Ask big then. Yeah. Let's see what God does in your life. Um, I want to say this. A crusader from upstate New York said this because God is great. It's all about faith. Amen, bro. We appreciate yeah. you watching on YouTube. Um, and, and dude, we got to do the part two of this. This is going to yeah. be great. I think the more and more that we do this, I think it's more um, faith building and building people for the kingdom's sake, that they can do it, that the answers are within you, within the word of God, within scripture, by the spirit. You guys can do this. Um, and, and you know, that's what we're called to, but go ahead. And, and... I just burped on <laughs> I just burped live. I just burped. You, you want to make it live? I just burped, folks. <laughs> that was me. You know, you're always going to get something I'm very sorry, guys. This self-evident podcast. This coffee's great. <laughs> um when <laughs> how do you end that well if you totally go to seven, lost if, you my can, point. if you go to 1776truth.store listen to me you guys can take advantage of our 20 percent off sale for christmas you can also sign up for our monthly newsletter you guys will see what our vision is for 2021 we can email you our newsletter or you can go on our website and find our yearly newsletter uh it's a year-end newsletter that is showing you what is going on with uh, self-evident and what we're doing next year. It's going to be fun, man. We're going to have a lot yep. of fun next year, but we need your support. You want to become a torchbearer, a monthly sponsor, a torchbearer. You know what they do? They light the way, but they also warn. The torches were used to warn the people, and that's what you're doing when you support us financially. Not only warning people, you're also giving people the way to, to light the way in hope, but you're also making a path 
And that's what we want to do here at Self-Evident. You guys want to do that? Go on the Self-Evident Truth or 1776truth.store. You guys can sign up and be a monthly supporter uh, of us in, in the yep. Torchbearer Society. And do not forget to get on the alternative platforms, Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R.com. Get on Parler, get on BitChute, get on Rumble, get on these alternative platforms and share this on your major share, share this on your platform subscribe share it on parlor share the youtube Upvote, video on parlor comment guys go on spotify and listen to it comment on it go on apple Podcasts and give us a yes. thumbs up if you're listening on apple Podcasts tomorrow give us a review give please, us a thumbs up Dude, please, give us please, a thumbs please. down but give us reviews because the more it pushes up there the more the message gets out there and That's what's hold going. on hold on i want everybody to press the share button right now mm -hmm. Press the share button. Doesn't matter what platform you're on. You're on Facebook, you're on YouTube, you're on whatever. Share. Ready? I'm sweaty. Four, three, two, one. All right. We love you guys. We will see you next Saturday, 7 p.m. This is the self evident podcast. I'm Mike. We I'm love you. Massey. Love we you. We love guys. you. We really have a do. good night. Absolutely love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you.